So, we're talking about religion today. And for me, it gets me thinking about, obviously, my upbringing. So predominantly, you know, I grew up in a Christian background. You know, the denomination was Catholic. I feel like a lot of West Africans started off the Catholic way and then they sort of branched off into doing their own thing because, you know, being a Catholic was boring. But I guess what I'm thinking about with this whole thing is sometimes people focus too much on the religious aspect mm. as opposed to the teachings of God, if that makes sense. Yeah. And for me, religion is about the practice. Yeah. Um, God is more your belief and faith okay. in God's ability to be God, whatever yeah. that means to you as a person. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, so what's, what's your experience? Like, tell me about what you think when it comes to religion. I mean, for me, um, I, I definitely grew up in a, a Christian home. Um, I've gone to church pretty much my whole life. Mm -hmm. My dad is um, a very serious person in church and has always been serious about church. Wake up five o'clock in the morning every day. I've never known my dad not to be awake in the morning praying mm -hmm. every morning mm -hmm. without fail. And um, for me, it did cause a lot of issues. I was one of those, those, those people we were talking about, you were talking about earlier, that I felt that my dad had so much time for church, but never enough time to come and see me. Mm -hmm. like, I, used to, I used to be very successful in school. You wouldn't think it now. It's because I got married and ate a lot of food, but mm -hmm. I used to be very successful in sport. Respect yourself, man. Like, and so I used to play ball at a high level, basketball. I used to play rugby at a very high level, uh, athletics as well. And my dad would never turn up. Mm, I know that story. Never turn up. Mm -hmm. He didn't respect it at all. Mm -hmm. All he respected was book and church. And so for me, it, it, it kind of hindered my relationship with God because I felt like, actually, this man, you've got time to go to church how many, three, four evenings a week. You've got time to be up five o'clock in the morning for church. You've got time, obviously, for work. On the weekends... You're doing the church accounts because you're an accountant. So you do the church accounts. Mm. And I'm here like, when have you got time to be my dad? Mm -hmm. And my dad is more than just paying bills. Mm. Like, And so for me, it was something to get over until I finally, you know, met God for myself and had a personal relationship. And, and I always tell, like, when you know God for yourself, it becomes a lot different. Like, it becomes, I feel like a lot of us are living our, our Christian walk through a, a certain pastor or a certain minister. And you have to remember, these people are human. And it says all are fallen short. It didn't say some are fallen short and some are on top. It says all are fallen short. And so I feel that when I finally got to the point where I'm looking at God for me, me and God, it's between me and him. No one else. Mm. That's when I really could, you know, grow my relationship with him and really, really get better and understand that he accepts me as I am. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I don't have to be the perfect Christian speaking in tongues and for him to, to love me. I don't have to. And that. Speaking in tongues. I don't, I've never understood. Like, I'm laughing because, like, there's been so many sketches on that and stuff. Yeah. Like, I've never, ex I've never experienced it for myself. Mm. So I, I don't want to sort of, like, knock people who believe mm. in that sort of energy and stuff but you know what everything you're saying is true like you need to know god for yourself mm. because if you don't know god for yourself then why are you going to church because if it feels like a, the foundation has been laid based on what our parents have done okay. and you know you made some clear sort of like statements when it came to the relationship issues that you had with your parents mm. because i'm i'm seeing instances where 
you know, children who are in their prime, in yeah. their development, are not being able to spend time with their mothers or fathers because Monday, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I don't know why I keep on saying Monday, Sunday, but Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, they're spent in church. And I'm talking about hours, yeah. you know. And, you know, maybe these children are forming a really good develop, uh, like relationship with their, their grandparents or their uncles, aunties, mm. X, Y, and Z, but with their actual parents, it's not there because... They've escaped yeah. to uh, a place where they're practicing religion, yeah. and not necessarily worshiping God. No. Like, what is the defining difference between the two? You see, I feel like when you get to a place of church, you're going through the motions. You see, when you go to church, we're going to go to church. First, we're going to have praise and worship. Then after we have praise and worship, we're going to listen to the announcements. Then after that, we're going to give our offering. And you go through church, and you've got to sit in a certain seat. And you got to dress in a certain way. Mm. And unless these things happen, church is not, it's not, it's not real. It's not happening. And I think for me, when you know God for yourself, you understand that whether you wear a suit to church or you wear shorts, God loves you the same. Whether you're a, well, not, even it, we've got Bible stories that talk about the fact that the woman that gave, even though it was less than the other two men that gave, because she gave her all, God appreciated it more than those that gave and they could have given more. Mm. But yet we still feel like we've got to give the most and we've got to be seen the most and we've got to dance the most and we've got to shake the most and we've got to show that we are on fire. Yet God says, I knew you before you were born. So I guess with all of that stuff, in my mind I'm thinking, what is the purpose of church, you know? And if we think back to it, church at the core basis, like you said before this, it's run by human beings, you know. Um, it is an institution. It has mm. systems in place. It has processes in place. Mm. And from a very practical point of view, it's the sort of like basis or foundation for allowing you to foster and mm -hmm. develop the relationship with God. And through that, it's done through a point of understanding or learning through his, t his teachings. Yeah. The problem is a lot of people rely heavily upon people who interpret those teachings themselves mm. and then imbue that knowledge into other people. Now, don't get me wrong. There are lots of priests, pastors or whatever who sort of like give really good perspectives and spins on it. Yeah. But it should give you the ability to be inspired to, to try to work out what that means for you as an individual. Yeah. But more importantly, go back to that text and what does it mean for you as a person? Yeah. You know, it's, I, f I, know, I know this is a weird comparison, but let's say, for example, elections happen within this country. Most people vote Labour, most people, you know, vote Conservative, some people do Green Party. But have they actually read the manifesto to understand what they're actually voting for? Mm. They're actually voting for an ideal. And the same thing comes down to some people who go to church. Mm. You know, they're there because of an ideal or because they feel like, you know, it by doing this religious practice, it will be some sort of cure to a, a certain ailment or disease they have in their mind or their lives or whatever it is. Sure. But really and truly, they haven't developed that real relationship with God themselves. They don't understand what that is. No. I'm not saying that's for everyone, no. but for a lot of people I've seen, it seems like the practice gets in the way of the true belief and faith yeah. that they should be developing with God. No, I hear that. Um, I think, but I also feel like church is a, a, is a great place, not only to nurture, but to have support, to, have, to have that system in place, to have accountability yes because yes. this walk is so hard of course and sometimes people be like ah oh, if i'm a good christian why do i need to go to church mm. but how do you how do you not know that 
you need to go to church to help yeah. somebody else. Yeah. Somebody yeah. else needs that help from you. Yeah. Someone needs your example. And you see us working together, mm-hmm. that community element for positive and for good is so important. And it's something that I think is so great about church. And I know we're going to get onto it, is the fact that with church, when we want to talk about money in church, mm-hmm. we want to talk about offering. Mm-hmm. We want to talk about building funds. Mm-hmm. We want to talk about wealth and prosperity. That's all we want to hear as human beings. Mm-hmm. And... Do you know what I mean? And we see the videos online of pastors with private jets and pastors with put money on the floor, they're dancing all over it, and you'll receive a blessing. But at the same time, we don't want to talk about building wealth. We don't want to talk about money management. Mm-hmm. We don't want to talk about how people are in debt and they need help and support. Mm-hmm. That's not happening. Mm-hmm. Because we don't want to talk about that type of money in church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we're happy to talk about giving and growing and the growth, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but without the substance. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like when you're talking about church, we need to church needs to be a place of nurturing. It needs to be a place of of, of gathering of knowledge. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, when we talk about the whole British Empire and all of those, they came to Africa to learn. Mm-hmm. They came over to learn. Mm-hmm. And so that when we come together as people, we should not have this many. Whether it's ten, twenty, when we come together as a people. There should be knowledge being shared. There should be passion being shared. There should be care. Sometimes church has got so big now, we don't even know who's turned up, who hasn't turned up. People don't turn up for weeks and no one phones them, no one gives them a call. Because part of that is habit and part of that is the role play that we play. Mm. I feel like people sort of go to church because it's the duty they need to fulfil in terms of this act they're playing. But a lot of people don't sit down to think why they actually go to church. Because I, I just feel like people have rehearsed certain lines in their mind so that if somebody comes with a response, they know yeah. exactly what to say. But what do you actually think about that? Mm. Have you actually sat down to think and dissect what you're actually saying or what you've actually been taught? Mm. Have you learned it yourself or someone told you this is what it is? Yeah. And I feel like we continue to play this role play. Yeah. You know, if, if we move swiftly on to sort of like the types of people we have, you know, those people who aggressively sort of impose sort of like religion or whatever on you, that to me, there's a fine line. There's trying to spread the good news and trying to, obviously, you want to make sure if you believe that your way is the right way, you want to convert as many people as possible. Mm. So I fully understand that. But there's another way, which is, I won't say demonizing, but I would say it's, um, it's quite destructive. You know? And there are certain denominations that focus on that quite a lot, mm. if I'm honest with you. Yeah. So go ahead. And so when you say what... The denominations, what are you talking about? So I'm talking about um, those people who sort of like indoctrinate a person so much where they're like, you have to give X amount every day. I don't know, Mm, I'm just making this up. Or you have to come to church three times, uh, not even a a week, a day, so to Mm. speak. Like, they don't have a regard for the human being, but they're thinking about their own self-gain. And that's where it turns more into, I'd say, business operation. As opposed to uh, a place of real worship, of real learning, of real fact finding and real understanding of how, like who they are as human beings and why God has placed them there as people. And do you feel like, you've mentioned giving, what do you feel, are you against tithes? No, I'm not against it at all. Or or people giving or or, or what's your thoughts on that? I'm not against it. I'm not against it. I think at the end of the day, um, I can understand why 
the church, depending on what denomination you are, because I don't understand how all systems are set up. Yeah. But I can understand why tithes are important. Yeah. And I can understand why you need to contribute because yeah. you form part mm-hmm. of that community. Yeah. What I'm against is robbery and stealing. Mm-hmm. What I'm against is you not understanding what you're using your actual money for. Yeah. You know, there's no point just giving to charity if you don't understand the cause you're giving to. Yeah. That to me is is selfless and senseless. Mm. You should understand what you're contribu- contributing towards. Yeah. Understand the cause behind it. Mm. Okay. And um, if you give with a, a open heart and mm-hmm. you, you know you give on honestly, mm-hmm. do you still find a problem with those people still giving? What do you if mean? they if I'm if I'm giving and I want to contribute and I feel like you know I need to give this amount and I'm giving back to God and and God will God will use it in his ministry. Well, it depends what you mean. It's like, it's just, God doesn't need your money. Mm. <laughs> it, like, if you're using that money for good, that's fair enough. Mm. But if you understand what that good is, that's what I'm saying is important. You need yeah. to understand where that good is coming from. But God doesn't need your money. God, the church needs your money. That's that's different. That's built up, that's built up of people. Mm. That's built up with those systems in place and everything else that we are talking about before. I hear you, but obviously the work of God needs money. no. This is what I'm saying. So we have to be clear about what the cause is. Mm-hmm. What is the reason as to why that money is being used as yeah. opposed to just putting in money. It's like putting money into a pot and not understanding what, where that money is going. Yeah. Like, would you do that as a person? No. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't like most people wouldn't do that, but a lot of people are doing that right now when it comes to these institutions and everything else. I think that I feel that sometimes people are doing it in regards to the fact that they they believe in their, their leadership and the leadership of that church. Of and I feel like those leaderships are... I don't feel like those people are doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm. I feel that if if the leadership is not using the money in the right way, then they'll answer to God for that. Of course. And, and if you're giving in the right way yeah. and to the right cause, yeah. just like you've mentioned charity, if I give my money to Oxfam yeah. and, and actually only 10% of my money goes to what they show me on the television, mm-hmm. that's not my fault. But then at the end of the day, these, lead- these leaders need to have a responsibility to be transparent as to mm. how they're using their money. Yeah. Because if there isn't a level of transparency... Yeah. That's an issue. Yeah, uh, it's like with any organization. Yeah. Trump is getting. In, I know we can't sort of like relate it to Trump, but Trump is getting in trouble for not showing his accounts. Yeah, because people inherently know there's an issue with a lack of transparency. Yeah, when you get to a certain level. Yeah, if you're hosting thousands of people, even hundreds of people within uh, any sort of institution, mm. there needs to be a level of transparency. No, I agree. I agree. I agree with that, and that's something definitely. Um, we'll continue to discuss and so forth. I just feel like at the same time we have to be fair to church, and there's so many positive course, things the church man. do in regards to like, especially like nurseries and affordable things the church do, food banks, of and course, all this stuff that, that that we get from it. But so we can't just focus on the negative, and we we appreciate what's being done, but we always want to improve and want better. Of course, man. You know me. Just just to to point this out there, I'm always the advocate. I always like to see the other side of things. Yeah. I go to church every Sunday. I'm not going to stop as far as I know. Yeah. Um, and I'm a big fan of what it does in terms of cu- uh, community, in terms of the system and everything okay. else. I think it's also important to question the hard truths and challenges yeah. that sometimes we come across yeah. that sometimes we don't talk about because sure. it doesn't. It, it's not romantic enough. No. It doesn't feel right. But why not ask the question? Sure. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Mm-hmm. And on that note, we'll leave this to another time. Okay. I'm sure we'll probably catch this up again in season two. Cool. Most definitely, man. Most right. definitely.